When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Alexandra. And I'm Anna, and we are the Russian Sisters. Welcome to our podcast. A show we created to talk about hard things. And also to bring some levity to your lives. Alexandra is a mom and occupational therapist. And Anna is a school counselor. And together we share our life stories. And crazy adventures. We aim to make you smile. And let you know, you're not alone. You're not alone. You are not alone. Enjoy our latest episode from The, the Russian, Russian Sisters. Sisters. Hello, world. Hi. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I am awesome. Alexandra, I have to tell you, one of the things that I'm riding high about today is that I'm back coaching volleyball. That's fantastic. I am super excited. We had our first practice today, and it was so much fun. Are you doing all grades? Is it one grade? What are you doing? (gasps) Thank you for asking. Nope, it's just the eighth (laughs) grade team. So in middle school, it's not for the actual middle school. It's run through... Our town, like rec center, there's a whole rec center league. That's how the middle schools work where we live. So there's a team for sixth and seventh grade. So they play together. And then there's an eighth grade team. And so I am helping out with the eighth grade team. There are like 20 girls. So we split it up into two teams. And then eventually, like, I'll be running one game for one of the teams. And the other coach will be running the game for the other team. And I'm just super duper pumped to be back coaching. That's fantastic. Thank you. Do you like your co-coach? Yes. She's okay. marvelous. She's one of the teachers that works in the building with me, and she's mm. awesome. So I'm super duper pumped. Yeah. Were you like, let me show you how to do things? Did you have to warm up? Were you good? Did you stretch it out? I haven't played or coached in a very long time. Mm. And we actually start our practice by having the girls run some laps. And that was hysterical because like the girls were going to run and I was just going to go watch them run laps. But then the other coach was like, oh yeah, we can, we should run with them. And I was like, <laughs> you guys, I'm not a runner. And so I was like, yes, that is obviously what I was doing when I was putting my papers down was to go join them in running. And I got, they were like in a sprint and I'm like, this is not, but they were, you know, it's first day of practice. They're all trying to like show what they can do. And I like, I got two laps done and I was like, that's good for me. I'll stand here and coach them through not cutting corners. And if you're going to stop, just keep walking, keep moving. But, um, oh, there's a hawk. <laughs> Squirrel. It's we're hawk. obviously back to recording at my house with all the flora and fauna. So you guys, nature just happened. It was so awesome. <laughs> Uh huh. But anyway, so I am. I'm just so excited. I think like the endorphins from like exercise and then doing something that I love. And it's like a joke at my school anymore when I talk about my anime club that I sponsor. (laughs) I had to talk about it the other night at the PTSA night, like to ask for some money for the club because snacks. And I'm like, you guys, I don't know anything about anime, but I created this space so that students who do know something about anime can watch anime and enjoy it with each other and other people who enjoy anime. It's not me. And it's not something I'm passionate about. So it's really hard, like time after time, to just be engaged and pumped up about it. So I'm super excited to be back doing volleyball, which I am super excited about and pumped. And 
I've said those words like 18 times. So hopefully you're taking shots. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, so you are doing Anime Club again this year, huh? You know, I keep waiting for it to dwindle. <laughs> I had three kids show up the other day, and I keep having to cancel. So I had to cancel again this week because parent-teacher conferences. And, like, I can't use the library. Oh, not just that, but, like, I'm, I'm hosting, like, a parent event and doing a parent training during the time the anime club happens. And the kids, I think, time after time are like, is it canceled again? And I'm like, yes, so sad. Go to another club. <laughs> go do some and I've lost a lot of kids well and at first I had like a good chunk of kids coming to anime club before a lot of the other clubs were established but now there are like 12 things that they can choose from on a mm. Wednesday afternoon and I lost a lot of kids to other things which is fantastic I'm I'm super happy for them but I also have three kids and you want to know something so I buy chips and candy for these children, snacks, right? Because they're hungry. They are middle schoolers and they are hungry all the time and they want snacks. And so I buy them these things. And I, the last time we had anime club, I watched one of my kiddos squirrel away candy. Like they get three pieces of candy because, because you don't need that much sugar. And she was stuffing candy up her sleeve. And then when I like when I went to get the box, she like one by one pulled them out of her sleeve and put them back into the box. And which I thought was amazing that she coughed up or fessed up all the candy. But I was like, oh god, it just kept coming. It was like a clown car of candy stuck up her sleeve. Like, what were you gonna do with all that? And she's like, I just, I just had low blood sugar. Um, so I just need and I was like, whatever, you know, I wasn't gonna call her out on it. Definitely noticed, and she knows I know. So that was fine. But yeah, I'm kind of waiting for this one to dwindle out, peter out. Yeah. So that I can stop doing it. Go volleyball. And I keep asking if anyone else wants to do it. No one does. So until then. Shocking that you said yes. I know. I know. Al, that's sarcasm, you guys, because it's not shocking at all. But that's okay. I was just relaying to Anna about a friend of ours who her husband was telling me that she has a problem saying no to things. And then, you know, it's a good thing that we're all friends because I tell Anna, I'm like, wow, I wonder the power of no when that will happen. But, you know, at least you enjoy volleyball. I'm not ripping on you doing volleyball. You love it. You love coaching. You love being a support for these children. I think it's great. When you told me you were doing anime, I was like, hmm. Yeah. Huh. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I had to go like, do you watch an anime? And I don't know this, but um, they don't have a Dateline anime. So No, they don't. <laughs> Although it is pretty violent and gory, but that's not why I watch the other shows. And I kind of pulled back on watching them. Actually, we have a new student who is on the autism spectrum. And one of the things that he focuses, hyper focuses on is anime. And so that is not fun for me when he's like, who's your favorite character? What shows do you watch? Have you seen Avatar? And he's like, what are you watching right now? And I was like, well, the last thing we watched was Pokemon, which was, you know, different. But the children love that. Before that, we watched um, My Hero Academia and Naruto, but we had to stop watching Naruto because it got a little inappropriate. And I keep telling the kids, like, we can watch these shows as long as they're school appropriate, which is very difficult to find anime anymore that is school appropriate. So that's why we're watching Pokemon. Mm. Yeah. Okay. In case y'all were wondering, today's episode revolves around anime. You are welcome. No. No, it actually doesn't because Alexandra has so much to fill us in on. I'm really pumped to hear her updates. And what's funny, I just before she does, mm. I have to call attention to the fact that I told you guys that I was going to be presenting at my 
state mm. counseling conference. And I did with my friend Gretchen and it was super awesome. And then I'm also on the ethics committee. So we did some presentations for that. Alexander's chuckling because she's like, and also, and also, and also, uh-huh. I'm busy guys. Whenever anyone asks me, I've had some caffeine just so you know, I had a fizz. <laughs> Just now. So that's why I'm also really excited and talking fast. It's not just the endorphins. But whenever... Don't worry. The speed on your audio and your speaker right now yeah. is correct. It's just Anna speaking very quickly. No, I'm not a chipmunk, but I'm just excited. But whenever anyone asks me lately, like, what's new? I'm like, I have nothing new. I'm just doing all the things that I have been doing all along, like saying yes to committees and da-da-da. But anyway, when Alexander said that, <laughs> um, she's like, you you don't say no to anything. And, and I'm like, I have a harder time saying no. But part of the presentation that Gretchen and I did at the counseling conference was on like beating the burnout and setting really good boundaries and how do you achieve longevity in this career and make it to retirement um, without mm-hmm. falling apart completely. And so saying no and having those good boundaries, we just preached You know, and they say when you preach, you should actually be preaching to self first. That is true. I will say you are very good at knowing what to tell other people, (laughs) um, but not always following your own rules. That is, yes. And I I mean that kindly. I don't mean that rudely. We've talked about it before. We have certainly talked about that before. And I know that. I am, yes, I'm very good at helping other people know that they should set boundaries. <laughs> so how was your presentation with Gretchen? How did it go? How many people did you have? What was going on? What was the vibe? Oh my gosh, you guys, it was so exciting. Um, we were originally supposed to deliver it twice. So once on one day and once on the next day. And then we got like a last minute notice, and a request actually because of scheduling things that happened, if we could just do it once. And I was like, yep, totally. Like we had bought a bunch of stuff to give out during our presentation. So I was like, well, I guess the people attending that one presentation get a lot of goodies for our giveaways. But then when we got to the conference and we're checking in, they they were like, actually, we had a cancellation and would you mind doing it twice? And we were like, we looked at each other like, cool. No, even though Gretchen, poor thing, had prepped herself the entire trip up into the mountains that we were only going to do it once. And she's like, cool, I can chill out a little bit. I don't have to be so stressed that we're going to do it tomorrow. And I was like, no, this is going to be great. You can kind of take care of yourself tomorrow and do whatever. And then we got there and it was like, actually, no, all of that is false. And you, you, we now get to prep and get a little nervous about our presentation tomorrow. But it was super duper fun. In all, we did two sessions of the Beat the Burnout and we probably had about 70, 75 people come to the sessions in total. And that's more than I've, I think I've had almost ever. So that was really cool. And people said it was really fun and like a game show. And then it kind of just either started their day off right or was a good breakup in the day. So that was super duper fun. Thanks for asking. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I'm glad it went so well. That's really cool. Yeah, I wish I had something as cool as like doing presentations, but I don't. Alexandra wrote a book. I did. I did. Um, You guys will hear about it more, but yes, (laughs) I think I've talked about the fact that I launched my digital course and am looking at helping people through their sludge as I like to call it or the cobwebs and so I did um right I mean I was not planning on talking about the book today but we certainly can after Sean died I was searching for a book that could kind of help me with the reality of my situation kind of a no bs like this is going to be horrible and also you can get through it and I don't know if I've mentioned here on podcast but one of the sheriff's officers who finally informed me that that Sean had died she had lost her husband 8 months prior 
to suicide and she like knelt down in front of me and she just looked at me and she was like, I just want you to know, like, this is probably one of the hardest things you're ever going to go through, but you are going to get to the other side of it. And of course the initial reaction is kind of like an F you whatever, (laughs) but the truth is, yeah, she was right. So, um, and she gave me her card. I still have it. And I've reached out to her a couple times, I think since, and just thanked her for being so kind And I feel bad, you know, she got the short straw. She and her partner got the short straw to have to deliver that kind of news, which is never good. But I did. I wrote a book about my healing process and about being able to kind of shift our mindset around suicide. People who do suicide, often there's a lot of anger and blame and judgment that comes around that. And being able to shift that a little bit and have a little bit more compassion and love for people who get to that point. Um, I think when we get caught up in how we are feeling, that makes it easier to be angry or judgmental. But when you really put it in perspective on the individual and what they have to go through to get to that point, it's hard to stay in that anger and judgment. So that book is called The Suicide Club, What to Do When Your Loved One Chooses Death. And I'll put a link. I do have a website, forwardtojoy.com. And if you go to that website, then you can get a little bit more information on the book. You can even get a sneak peek at the intro and first chapter. So I'll add that all in our show notes. And the book drops November 29th. So I'm sure you guys will hear me talk about it a little bit to come. You know what my favorite is? My favorite is that Alexandra was like, I haven't done anything like present at a (laughs) conference, which she has. Just not lately, but she's like, I wrote a book and then I wrote a course and I run this group and also I'm part of this other company doing these other things. And she has her hand in like all these pots and is doing all these amazing things for other people, like to serve other people. So let us just take a moment to lift that up. For a moment, because she is doing amazing things to help other people, not only through their grief, but just understand their sel- themselves, their selves, themselves, themselves, <laughs> their selves. You guys, total break before I need to hear about Alexandra's vacation, because I this is like the first time I'm seeing her in like days and like <laughs> I haven't seen her in days. And this is just I, I'm trying to get my it's that's also probably why I'm a little giddy because I'm like, oh, my sister, here you are. I'm really excited to see your face in person. Person. Not that I have FaceTime because I don't have an iPhone. <laughs> so I didn't see her face electronically either. But anyway, I, <laughs> I'm i listening to a podcast right now and it is based on all these things that are happening in South Carolina. It's called The Murdoch Murders. If you guys are interested in that, like true crime kind of things, it is so fascinating and I'm enraptured by it. But because it's in South Carolina, everybody has an accent and you know what happens to me <laughs> When I start listening to things is I like I'm like a chameleon and it just happens that I adopt or adapt to that and start speaking that way. So that's really funny that that happened. Oh, but I wanted to tell you, Alexandra. Yes. On the podcast that I was listening to, one of the things that I love is that they're also real and they also announce when they're like, thank you listeners so much for putting up with us through our technical and technological issues because they have them too and they've been podcasting for a while. And um, it just made me feel better about the things that have been happening to us lately and Mm -hmm. and that like someone else is out there has a really well-established and award-winning podcast and they also have these same kind of strife that we do and Mm. it just made me feel good to know we're not alone (laughs) (laughs) right you're not alone if you have tech issues you are not alone yeah it's not like we can really control the technological issues no yeah 
before I jump in, yes, I did go on a trip recently. Thank you, by the way. I wasn't trying to, you know, put myself down or anything about not doing any any crazy awesome things right now. There has been a lot going on. Uh, I feel like I'm still trying to get my footing. There were a couple of things I wanted to share before I jump into the trip that we took. Ooh, like what? Like I recently had my neighbors inform me that another neighbor spray paints their grass green. Stop it. What? Yeah. Um, So it's like, I don't know, five or six houses down. And they were like, just go down the sidewalk because I was taking the dog for a walk. Poor thing. She hardly ever gets out these days. But I was taking her for a walk. And they're like, go look because there's spray green spray paint. I can't say that very well. On the sidewalk and on their decorative rocks. And sure enough, yeah, I didn't. They actually saw him spray painting the grass. I did not witness that, but I did see the green spray paint on the sidewalk and the rocks. That is so interesting. I, mm. you know, and I, I don't know if I've heard of that before that people do that, or in like some states maybe where you might need to to do that, or like if you, you know, have a harder time taking care of your lawn. <laughs> That's really interesting that that happened down down the street from mm. you. Well, I'm like, is there eco spray paint? Like, how do you not? You're killing your grass. I mean, the chemicals, the runoff. I mean, my mind goes all sorts of places. <laughs> You're so environmentally friendly. <laughs> I think that way. I don't know that I practice it that way. So that was an interesting thing. The other thing I have to tell you guys, this is pretty hysterical in my opinion. I was literally talking to a friend and her husband about dating, right? Because y- y'all have heard my first and last date story for, <laughs> for now. And they were asking me, you know, are you willing to get back out there? What do you think? And I'm like, ah, you know, I just, I just don't feel it right now. Like I got over the anticipation. I think that was mostly what I needed to get over was the anticipation of going on a date after Sean died and figuring all that out. And now I've done that (laughs) literally as I'm talking to them. So I have this app called Voxer. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. It's a good, it's a walkie talkie app. So basically instead of texting or it's a, it's a way to do voice memos, essentially It's super easy and quick, and I've been using it for a few years, and every once in a while, I might get like a spammed one, kind of like you do on any social media where someone's like, hey, how are you? And then the same picture pops up. It's like, hey, how are you? And I'm like, no, 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 thank you. So I'm talking to them about this, and literally my phone buzzes, and it's like, oh, I have this message, and it came in like right after I had a message from someone else. Are you guys ready for this? Big Dick Jake. (laughs) Stop it. Was voxing me. I did not listen. It was a 10-second message. And the picture that showed up was a guy in boxers. Ew. Luckily, he was clothed and had boxers on. Yes, thank you, Big Dick, for not sharing that. <laughs> Big Dick Jake. Okay, you know, yeah. DDJ. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I just like started cracking up. And I showed them. And they were like, are you going to listen to it? And I was like, nope, we're just going to delete. It took me a second to figure out how to delete it. But I was – because it like was the – they, they come up in order. So then it was just hanging out there as the top. So That's funny that you said it was hanging out there. I know, right? He was. Oh, Jake. <laughs> but anyway, so that was kind of a funny thing. I was like, I didn't know this could happen on Boxer, but apparently someone, I don't even know how you can fight, like who trolls Boxer? Like of all the different apps out there, why would you troll Boxer? I don't know either, but that's really annoying. That's just super annoying. Like, here you are, like, using it for business or collegial or all these. Is it collegial or collegial? I say collegial, but. With a soft G? I do. It's probably depending on what territory you're from. <laughs> what part of the state you're from. I don't know. You can in- intertwine. Into whatever. 
So I think you mean interchange. Yeah. (laughs) When you're on this app that you're trying to use for certain purposes and then something like that pops up, I don't know. It's just so violating and annoying. Like, come on, big dick Jake. Like, WTF? I almost cussed. (laughs) Well, I mean, I I will say I did not feel violated. I was just I was just chuckling that the fact that we were talking about dating and then this popped up and I was like that's funny and no thank you no Um, thanks hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels so whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price Priceline have you ever thought I'd love to have a podcast just like this one well I can help My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. So yes, so Buddy and I went on this trip. Um, Buddy has an older brother. I'm not going to share much about him other than he has an older brother. And he lives in another state. And so we decided to go. He lives in Texas. I don't mind saying he lives in Texas. I won't say we're in Texas, but deep in the heart. (laughs) And we ended up staying in Galveston, actually, which is not where Big Brother lives. (laughs) But yeah, so it was really, really nice. There were just so many things that came out of this trip, um, just some hilarity, but Buddy is fantastic at traveling. I've talked to you guys about this before. So he did a really, really good job. Like our travel days were just long with the time change and cars and everything. I will say I'm going to do a plug for Turo app, another app for you guys. If you're looking for a rental car. How do you spell that? T-U-R-O. Cool. Definitely check out Turo app. It's basically like Airbnb for cars. It was amazing. So when I travel, especially when it's just Buddy and me, I have a lot of gear. I have his car seat. I've got our suitcase. I have to manage everything by myself and him. And it's just a lot. So I was able to arrange with this guy in Texas. They came straight to the airport. Normally they don't for their particular, and they have a whole fleet of cars. Like it was just amazing talking to this guy because he it turns out he's like part owner in 13 restaurants. They have a whole fleet of cars that they use on Turo, and that's basically what they do. And they have this little baby, little eight-month-old baby. And they were just so sweet. So that made it a lot easier. They drove right up to the terminal so we could hop in the car. And that made it really, really easy. So I would definitely check out Turo if you guys are traveling a little bit, just because you never know. Often right now with airports, you have to take a shuttle and you have to go here and there. And it's just it's annoying. Do you remember like the times we flew into LaGuardia and had to go to the rental car places mm-hmm. and it's out by Rikers Island? I know we talked about that before on the podcast, but you have to go out by Rikers <laughs> Island in order to get your rental car if you're flying into LaGuardia. So yeah, I would suggest Turo to try yeah. that out too. Yeah, it was really great. It's similar again to these other sites like Airbnb or Verbo where you have to, uh, you can rate each other. So I get rated just as much as they do. 
And then people will be more likely to rent to me if I have a higher rating. So a couple of things that came up. We really had a great time. We went to the beach. We I got to see some other friends. It was a really nice trip. But there were just some hilarious things that happened. And I kept saying like, hmm, podcast material, podcast <laughs> material. So we stayed out of Verbo, which is really nice. It was a block away from the beach so we could see the beach from our balconies or multiple balconies. But I, I find that I'm a little spoiled in where I stay. So for instance, like there were no hand towels, no hand towels, like not in the kitchen, not in the bathrooms. That's weird. We were left like the last third of paper towel on a roll. And I was like, what am I like? I need more. Luckily there was a store down the street. So we were able to go get more paper towels. So that was really interesting. Um, There were just enough towels for us. I did end up finding other towels, but little things like no throw blankets. So it's Texas, right? So it's humid. The humidity doesn't go anywhere. You know, it's still on the shore. So there's a little bit of a breeze, but it was humid. It was still pretty hot. So the AC is running constantly. And even when I tried to lower the temp on the AC, it gets humid really fast. So we kept it pretty low. Um, But no throw blankets. I like a throw blanket when I'm like reading on the couch or... Definitely. And if you're like us and you write, like sometimes it's just nice to be covered and it could be hot. I like blankets all the time though, year round, not necessarily socks. We've talked about, <laughs> talked about that before, but yeah, I agree with you. Like a nice throw blanket is really nice on the couch to have. It's just comfy yeah. and yeah, something about safety. Or mm, extra cozy. blankets, you know, yeah. like having extra blankets if you need. Then for a while, like we couldn't figure out how to turn on the light in Buddy's room. Like he got to have his own room, but I couldn't figure it out. Turned out there were two switches and I only found one switch, but someone came and helped me figure that out. So that Seriously? Was, yes. Because they had the way people do, right? They try to increase the likelihood of how many people they can have in their place. A lot of people do bunk beds. So the room where he was in had two sets of bunk beds and behind one of the bunk beds was the switch. So I could only reach like half of it. Anyway, that I know way too much detail for that one. Where, was it like the owner who came and helped you? No, I'm pretty sure the owner doesn't live in Galveston. So they said they're a maintenance person. So this couple just came. Hmm. They were very kind. That's nice. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. So when we stayed in Sonoma, one of the things that I really thought was a nice touch was the place where we stayed. The lady had a little thing in the bathroom in both bathrooms with cotton balls and mm-hmm. Q-tips and tissues. Oh, yeah. No Kleenex. No Kleenex throughout this whole place. So I had to go get some. Here's what's hilarious about the Kleenex, you guys. We find the little market. It's this little market, like again, like a block away from where we were staying. All the locals go there. And I'm like, oh, okay, right? So it's like you have one option for toilet paper, one option for paper towel, They had a few options for Kleenex, but I'm staring at it and I'm like, I don't know. So I just grab some off the shelf and I put it in our little cart and we go get a couple more things and we go back. I did not know this could happen with Kleenex. I ended up inadvertently buying Vicks VaporRub infused Kleenex. Oh no. (laughs) Right. So just think about that. Every time you go to blow your nose and you're like... (sighs) I don't know if you guys can hear me. And it's just a shot of Vicks up my nose. It was so awful. So then I'm like, well, now I don't even want to, I like put them out. I'm like, I don't even want to use these. I don't even want to touch these. So a couple of times I did and I'd like try and blow out for, you know, it's just, I didn't know that they did that. Not my favorite in case you guys were wondering, not, not my favorite, but yeah, like, so there was just little touches of things that I like, it was decorated really nicely. The furniture is really nice. The location was great. So that worked out really well. 
So the first day when we got there, it was the afternoon and I was like, okay, we're going to figure out how to get, because we were in a neighborhood, so there has to be public access to the beach. Like you can't just walk through people's yards. Not only because they're people's yards, but because there are snakes. So their grass is like, it's, I don't even know what, how to describe the grass. It has like some weeds in there and some grass, but snakes are in there. And apparently there are lots of rattlers too. So I was like, oh my goodness. And I'm with a three-year-old, so you can't really get through here. The other thing, I did not get this memo until after the fact and then was talking to a friend who was like, yeah, you got to be careful of that. There are anthills everywhere. And by golly, do not step on an anthill. Well, shucks. I didn't know that. Again, inadvertently. Um, And this is all like the first day. I step on an anthill and immediately my foot is like, I had five or six ant bites. And those hurt, just so you know. Those kind of hurt. So here we are like trudging, trying to find the public access because the people who we rented from had put a picture and said, public access is right here. Well, eventually they took that picture down and I'm like, well, how am I supposed to find the public access? Eventually I did. Um, but that first day we were just like walking through this grass, not realizing there are snakes, finally looked up and see a sign that says, beware of the snakes. Then I step on an anthill and I'm like, good grief, Charlie Brown. Can we, can we just get in and be okay? So we go on, like we have our dinner and then, and then we go to bed. So the next day is when we went to the little shop, pick up our stuff. And Buddy and I like to have little shakes in the morning. So I decided to make a shake. We'd gotten some groceries the day before. I'm like, okay. So I start and I'm like, okay, doing the blender and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, turns out I had not affixed the top of the blender. So luckily when I was actually blending, I put my hand on top just to be safe. Not realizing though when I went to pour it that it would not be a fix. Anna is making a face because she can tell what is happening all over the counter, all over me. We hadn't gotten our paper towels yet all over. And I'm just watching it drip on the side of this counter onto the floor. Like, I don't even know right now, right? Like my foot is flaming because I have ant bites. <laughs> I haven't gotten the, the VIX Kleenex yet. That was just the topper. But I was like, I don't have Q-tips. Where are hand towels? There are no throw blankets. And now I've poured shake all over me. So that was pretty hilarious. And then as you can imagine, I get excited. I get Kleenex and then I sniff some Vicks. Okay. (laughs) No one really wants that. Well, I was thinking like when you were like, oh, my foot is on fire because of these ant bites. I was like, well, that was a natural way to ice it. (laughs) You just pour shake on it. Uh, Yeah. You know, here you go. Mm Yes. Well, then at some point, Buddy and I are walking around and he's complaining about his ankles. And I thought maybe it's just because we've been walking around. I don't know. And it did look a little swollen. Uh, No. Poor kid got bitten by a spider. Oh, no. So we ended up having to go back out to the shop to get some cream. And at first I thought maybe it was like, I mean, there are mosquitoes there and there's all sorts of stuff. So I thought that. But then I saw like the two puncture marks and I was like, oh boy, kid. So now I know he's been stung by a bee before. He's now been bitten by a spider. No anaphylaxis. You know, not the best way to figure that out. I could just imagine like you're trudging around, like trying to find this beach access and this poor kid's like, mom, my ankles hurt. And you're like, shut up. Come on. Keep walking. Yeah. <laughs> you're fine. My, my- oh, wait, that was my child. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, w- I wasn't exactly like that, but I was like, just a little bit longer. Just, and then he's like crying and I finally picked him up and carried him. And then, I- and he's like, my ankles. And when I got him back to the car, eventually I was like, oh yeah, 
there's a mom fail. I will tell you at one point, this was so, again, just, I think I attract flora and fauna because, so all the houses are on stilts, right? Because you're on the Gulf and you have to make sure with any flooding. So there was one night we got back to our house and I'm like, Buddy was a little scared because the the stairs are pretty steep and they have the holes through Mm -hmm. them. So he was a little, little afraid. So I kept He's not alone. I don't like that either. <laughs> so I was I was like trying to encourage him and empower him. And I was like, I'm right here, but I want you to try first. And so at one point, I'm trying to get the door opened. And a rat scurried from underneath this decorative turtle. It did not go over my feet. And luckily, it went in front of my feet. But I watched this thing just scurry down the steps. Luckily, Buddy, yeah, Buddy was looking the other direction. And I was like... Did that just? Did anyone else see that? And of course, no, no. Did you look up what that meant when a rat crosses your path? I did not. I'm gonna look it up right now. (laughs) I did not. I know. I'm like highlighting all the crazy things that happened. I mean, what was really nice is they had a closet full of beach toys and umbrellas and chairs and a little wagon, which made it really easy to walk to the beach. So that was really nice. That's really cool. But then Buddy's brother came down with his girlfriend to meet us, which was really cool. And they had said, hey, we want to do putt-putt. So Buddy got to try putt-putt for the first time, which was adorable. And he was trying to figure it out. And I looked at his brother and I was like, you suggested this, so you get to teach him. So it was really funny. He was like trying to corral Buddy. He's like, what's this? What's this? How do I do this? And he was keeping track of whose turn it was and like trying to tell us like, oh, it's your turn, mama. Oh, it's your turn. It was really cute. He did a really good job. So freaking hot. I was like, oh my gosh, I am sweating so badly. And they were both like, yeah, it's Texas. Everyone sweats here. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right, thanks. I do not miss that at all. Like, I do not miss the humidity. Yeah, like. I feel like my body and my hair in particular feels a little bipolar right now because it doesn't know what to do. Because in the humidity, it's like, it curls, it's crazy, it's frizzy. My body, like I have so much moisture going on. And then you step foot back in Colorado and all of a sudden, like literally step off the plane and I'm a raisin. And I'm like, oh yeah. So it's a little crazy, but I have to tell you. So then we go to dinner after, right? So it's a little later than I I wanted, but we go to dinner and I had asked the guy who I rented the car from, because he was like, if you need any recommendations, let me know. So I asked him, okay, because it turns out he and his wife have a house in Galveston as well. And so they recommend this restaurant. Well, it turns out this restaurant is like not actually, it's like four bars and a restaurant, but, and kind of sit down, except it's like you go up and you put in your order and they give you your little thing that you put on your table and then they, the buzzer, and then they'll come and deliver the food to you. And I really didn't want that. I just wanted someone to like serve us. So we finally like wait in this line, we order, we're trying to figure out how all these bars work because three out of the four of them, you can't go to with anyone under 21. So I was like, well, okay. It also happened to be that there was a lot going on with sports that night. So, I mean, it was just very busy. It was a very busy day. So we order our food and everything. Then we're looking for a table. We finally find one, but someone's dirty dishes had been there because it was one of those things you have to wait for a busser. So I go back in and this woman is there. She's got a little earpiece and I... I was like, hey, uh, is there any chance we can get some help with someone to clear our dishes? And she <laughs> looks at me and she goes, mm, yeah, I mean, there are busters around, but I only deal with hosting. And I was like, well, you've got an earpiece. And she goes, mm-hmm, yep, I'm just here to host. And I was like, 
okay. And she goes, a buster will come around. So I go back outside. No buster comes around. I mean, it's jam packed. So no buster comes around. So I go back in and I'm like, yeah, is there any way like really can we, can we get some help? And um, I'm like, you got the earpiece. Is there any way you can talk to someone? So she, I don't know if she pretended to talk into it, but she kind of like looked like she faked it. And then I was like, oh yeah, do you have a booster? And she's like, oh yeah, let me show you where they are. And I said, okay. So she guides me through the restaurant. She brings me to where they are. And she's like, there they are. Do you want me to bring one to you? And I was like, no, no thanks. I, I'm here. I can, I can take it. Poor buddy fell off the booster twice because the seats were not meant for booster seats. And oh my gosh, he was fine, but he like flopped off one direction and then flopped off the other direction. And his brother's like, oh my gosh. I'm like, no, no, it's all right. Let's just check on him. You okay? You okay? Okay. That was scary. That was scary. Okay. We're good. So I go back with uh, the booster seat and the woman's there and she's like, you know, no Buster's coming. I'll just do it. I'll just do it. And I was like, okay, thanks. Like (laughs) not trying to be mean, but I'm like, they always, you know, you're tipping people. They want you to tip people. And I want to be generous with that. But I'm also like, yeah, tipping isn't just a given for me anymore. I know for a lot of people it is, but I'm like, you gotta work for it. You gotta kind of work for it. So yeah, so we were sitting there and then let me say it was like, the only table we could find that was outdoors happened to be right on the street level. So this is like the busy street and people are going, we saw every kind of vehicle. There were really loud trucks with lots of flags on them. I'll let you guys understand being in Texas, what kind of flags those were. Then we had, I don't even know what these things are, but they're like a man's tricycle, except it's like an actual vehicle that you drive. They're called trikes. Is that what they are? Mm-hmm. Oh, like for reals? Yeah. Oh, yeah. See? Your dad wants one. No, <laughs> he doesn't really. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't even. I can imagine him riding one, though. <laughs> I'll rent him one the next time we're at a beach. Well, the thing is, they all light up on the inside, and then they play really loud music. And then we watch this guy. He could have just – it's the only time I will say he should have just pulled into the front. Like, that's the only time I will say that. But he chose not to. He wanted to show off his skills with his parallel parking Except he he didn't. He was like half in the road and half in that parking lane and then just stopped. <laughs> but kept his music on. And we were just watching. I mean, so loud. And like Buddy's covering his ears. And then you have these large trucks like, you know, pressing, trying. I can't even. I can't even find the words, you guys. Obviously, I'm speechless by all of this. And then literally while all this is happening, and I don't know what to call them, but like one of the bike people – in Thailand, they're called tuk-tuks. What are they here? Like yeah. with the, where the guy is like biking people down and he's like, bring, bring, like trying to go down the sidewalk. And I'm like, what is happening right now? Like I was so overwhelmed and finally we got our food. But it was one of those things where, you know, they're trying to have conversation. Like Buddy's brother and his girlfriend are trying to have conversation with me. And I'm just like, what, what? What? And then this like random kid comes flying through the whole restaurant in a blown up shark. And Buddy's like, shark, I want to see the shark. And I'm like, this is chaos. This is pure chaos. I mean, it was lovely, but it was one of those things where I was like, what is happening? What is happening? Okay. So while you're saying all this, I wanted to interject and just share with you the symbolism of a rat crossing your path. And this is what the Google says, which is quite appropriate given your last story. Encountering a rat may mean that the only way to overcome your current challenges is through creativity and adaptability. (laughs) The rat reminds us of the importance of thinking on our feet. Rats also, oh, I love this for you, surprise. 
Rats also reproduce very quickly, so a rat encounter may signify an expanding family. Congratulations! <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> so you better get dating again. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> not with Big Dick Jake. <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> if those are my prospects, you guys, I'm doomed. <laughs> Thanks, universe. <laughs> no teeth, Nate, and Big Dick oh, Jake. <laughs> His name was not Nate, just so you guys know. <laughs> Oh my gosh. The last thing I will say about our trip is for those of you who don't live in Colorado, there's a big thing here where people get really curmudgeony because we get inundated with people who come from Texas and from California. Now, I can't really say much because I technically am a Californian. So coming here, I'm like, sure. And I say that I'm native ish because I've been here for a while. But Texas drivers, oh my goodness, are they legit? There is no comfort for them driving unless they are just a couple inches off your back bumper. Like, no comfort. I was like, what is happening right now? And there was plenty of times where I'm like, you could just go around me. You could just go around me. Like, literally, I'm not even in the left lane. And I'm like, go around me. Just go around me. And no, it was interesting. And I was like, oh, now I understand a little bit more in Colorado here where I'm like, why are you on my tail? It's just how they're taught to drive. It's just how you're taught. Yeah. I just totally went into my head while you were just talking <laughs> because I was thinking about Texas and then South Carolina. And then I started singing the T Swift Carolina song in my head. <laughs> I just went on this tangent in my head. This is hilarious. But um, that all stemmed from my like stream of consciousness when you were saying like that you're not really a native, but you've been here a long time. And I was thinking, you've been here longer than you haven't been here. So technically, that's like mostly native. Yeah. That's why I say ish. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a true story. So that was our trip. You know, again, Buddy did a phenomenal job on his way back. And you guys then we're in a jumbo plane, yeah? We were. We had jumbo jets both ways. Oh, my gosh. And I forgot <laughs> this story. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Did you have window seats? Um, we did not. Mm. We were in the middle, like the middle four. Wow. How was yeah. that? It was fine. He did great. On the way out, we were in like literally the middle two. And both the people, and I like to tell people, I'm like, he's a pretty good traveler. Just be patient with us. And people were very appreciative of that. And then on the way back, we just had a set of two, which luckily on the other side of him, no one sat. And then Mm -hmm. there was another guy over there and he was like, yeah, you're fine. But when we got back, right? So DIA just, I mean, it's kind of a cool airport, but just it's becoming not one of my favorites. Like going through the airports this trip was just fine. Like it, it flew so nicely. Everything went so nicely. But I, I sometimes I'll try and like do the escalator, which on our way out, I will say I heard someone and I think she was talking about me, but I decided to go get some hot water so I could do a fizz. So I've got my backpack. I've got Buddy in our travel stroller and there was no elevator. So I'm managing the escalator, which I can do pretty well while I'm holding my tea. And this, this woman, I think, was on her way up the escalator, and she's like, mad skill, mad skill. And I was like, that's right. I can't look at you because if I do, I will lose all my concentration on what I'm doing. But that's right. Mad skill. So on our way back, um, we're taking the elevator. We get off our tram, and we're about to, I'm like running over to the elevator. Not really running, but I'm walking over to the elevator, and there's this group of people in suits. And I'm watching them all and I'm like not really paying attention because I'm navigating through all the people and a whole slew of people get on the elevator. And I'm like, that's all right, we'll wait. And there's a few guys left in their suits waiting for the next elevator. And so they hop on and then I look up and realize that there's a cop with them. And so I'm like, oh, buddy, a police officer, you know, not really putting everything together. 
Also, mind you, I have my post-travel look going on. So these gentlemen are in nice suits. They're getting, it turns out, an armed escort. And I have, like, the mascara, you know, rings under my eyes. Yes, totally going on. My hair, I probably should have pulled it back. I mean, we're talking, like, once I saw myself in the mirror, I was like, rough day. (laughs) Rough day. Um, But they're chatting up, buddy, and... One of the guys was like, nice brown eyes, man. And I'm like, yeah, he does. Like, I don't know. So we get off the elevator. Did you get his number? No, no, clearly. Did you hear the description of how I looked? (laughs) That was not family expansion material (laughs) at that point in time. So we get off the elevator and then I see the whole group of, we had to take the elevator twice with them. I don't even remember how. But anyway, so I see like this whole group of suits again and I hear them talk. They're like 16th floor, 16th floor. And I look up and realize that it's like this whole group of men in their suits with seriously like five or six armed guards around them. So I have no idea. And then there was another armed guard back with us and these other two guys in the suits. I have no idea what these, they were certainly important. They had something going on. I'm like, I don't remember that private planes come into DIA, but it was definitely very interesting. And then the elevator that we needed with all our free elevator, that broke. So people had to carry all of the oversized items, including our car seat, by hand across the airport. Yeah. And I was like, can we please get home? Can we please? So anyway, you guys probably at the end of that are like, okay, are you done yet? It was amazing. It was a really good trip. Just some funny stuff, you know, happening, which is pretty common for us. But we made it. We're back now just trying to get in the swing of things. I'm really excited to have you guys back. Oh, thanks. And I think Buddy was really excited to see you. I know. And I was like, hi. And he was like, hi. And I said, I missed you. And he said, I missed you. And I said, can I have a hug? And he said, no. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, okay, see you later. Yeah. You were trying to interrupt his his solo playtime. Yeah. There was some serious car action happening. Yeah. Um, So Alexandra and I, as most of you guys hopefully know by now, one of the things when we created this podcast or started this podcast did so because one of our messages is you are not alone, right? Like a lot of things that we convey, we want you to know like you're not alone. So we're going to start a segment called You Are Not Alone. And so I'm going to kick it off before I do the STW Shanti Wyman joke of the day. I'm going to share, I kind of feel like what's his face doing the thank you letters. (laughs) On late night TV. What's his name? I don't, and clearly, I don't watch late night TV. What's his, I know you guys are all screaming it from your cars. I can see his face. Urgh. Okay. Well, we're not going to take up dead air. Like, like Jimmy Fallon? Yep. That's oh. the one. He Woo-hoo. does his thank you letters. So we're going to do a you are not alone hmm. moment. Okay? All right. Okay. Here's my you are not alone moment for today. You are not alone if you like when people use their blinkers. <laughs> I, too, feel that same way. Oh, that's nice. I was also going to do a car one, but I'll switch. <gasps> oh, no. Yeah, what? Oh, well, I okay. Well, for today, so for our kickoff, I'll do another car one for you guys. I will say this. If you wave when you merge into traffic, you are not alone. Oh, I love when people do that, like a little thank you wave. Yeah. Yeah, you're not alone. I'll wave back at you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether you can see me or not. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'll use my blinkers too, although ashamedly, ashamedly, hmm. shamedly. I'm not even sure. Shamely. 
I um, I went into another lane. I think it was yesterday or today, and I didn't use my blinker, so I apologize. Well, and I think if you keep saying the word over and over again, the same one, maybe it'll make more sense. I'm going to make a new word. <laughs> the dictionaries are taking new words all the time. It's awful. We'll, we'll come back. That's another one we want to do sometime. All right, what do you got for us? Oh my gosh, I had a joke picked out and now it went away. So hold on just a second. Alexander, talk amongst yourself. Oh, well, I mean, I have lots of you are not alones. Um, how about this? If you like to use for... Late- I'm ready. Oh. <laughs> I totally took the microphone away from her because once again, we're sharing. <laughs> she- <laughs> yep. That's just a little carrot for you guys. Now you have to wait. Okay, we got to go. So here's the Sean T. Wyman joke of the day. (laughs) Yes, there's a little cliffhanger. You get to wait to the next podcast. Alexander, write down what you were going to say so you don't forget. Okay, here's STW joke of the day. Sean T., this is for you. What is always taken before you can get it? I don't know. What is that? A picture. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, um, it actually says your picture. I put the wrong participle on the front of it. Um, It says your picture. I ruined the joke. Not as fun. Thanks for tuning in today, you guys. We are also campaigning. We are trying to get to a higher number of downloads. So share us, give us some reviews, reach out to us if you have any questions, or if you know if ashamedly is the right term or not. And we will see you and chat with you next time. Love you guys. Um, If you've ever messed up a joke before, you're not alone. Have a great week. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Russian Sisters. To connect with them, go to therussiansisters.com. Produced and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company. Hi, I'm Emily Roger, and I host a leadership show called The Boiling Point with my co-host, Dave Vale. Together, we sit down with trailblazing entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers who are driving meaningful change in our world. The show is all about exploring the lives and perspectives of leaders who are making a difference. Join us for insightful conversations that challenge the status quo, spark new ideas, and inspire you to take action. Find us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or at BoilingPointPodcast.com. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca.